God always fills us to overflowing so that we can be a blessing to others. The blessing part one. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television or social media, online, Brothers of the Word, however you may be tuning in today. We're delighted to have you and we welcome you to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor. Four men are in the hospital waiting room because their wives are having babies. And a nurse goes up to the first guy and says, congratulations, you're the father of twins. That's odd, answers the man. I work for the Minnesota Twins. And then a nurse says to the second guy, she says, congratulations, you're the father of triplets. That's weird, answered the second man. I work for the 3M company. Then a nurse tells the third man, congratulations, you're the father of quadruplets. That's strange, he answers. I work for the Four Seasons Hotel. And then the last man is groaning and banging his head against the wall. What's wrong, the others ask. He said, I work for 7-Up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are excited to just share something that's kind of been stirring in my heart and spirit. I was actually praying one day and my worship, I was trying to get my normal worship song that I normally listen to when I'm spending time with God in prayer. And for some reason, I couldn't quite get it to come on. And so there was this other song that kept popping up, and it was called The Blessing, The Blessing. And so I decided to let that one play. (laughs) And I enjoyed it so much, I ended up spending my entire time with God listening to that song. I guess it was like an hour's worth of it playing over and over. So man, it just got that into my spirit. And so I just want to share a series Entitled The Blessing, entitled The Blessing. It's a beautiful song, by the way. We sing it here. Christian and the gang, they sing it here all the time. And if you all have it handy, I might have you to sing it tonight. If you don't have it handy, we can sing it next time. But okay, he said he has it. All right. (laughs) But it's a beautiful song. Came out of Elevation Church and Pastor Stephen Furtick and few people put it together, so it's a beautiful song, but it's taken from scripture and it just reminds us of the blessing, reminds us of the wonderful blessing that we have on our lives and in our lives. I'm going to just do a mini series on this. I don't know, at least three or four messages we'll do on the blessing because God's word is just so rich with the blessing. How many of you know that God blesses his people? God blesses his people. He rejoices over you to do you good. His blessings overtake you. So the Bible is just so full of the eagerness of God to bless his people. He enjoys. The Bible says that 
He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So he gets a kick out of blessing you. He actually enjoys blessing us. God enjoys blessing us. And he's so full. You know, God is so full of goodness that it's a delight to him to be able to lavish it and share it on his people. And so he enjoys blessing us. He enjoys blessing us. It's his nature. It's really the nature of God. You know, when God first introduced himself to Abraham, Abraham didn't know who God was. He had never heard of God. So when God introduced himself, one of the very first things that God said to Abraham, man, I'm going to bless you. God couldn't even wait to meet him before he started talking about how he was going to bless him and his children and how he would make a great name and a great nation out of him. So that's the, really the character of God is the, is the nature of God. He loves to bless his people. God loves to do us good. God loves to do us good. And since we're in a new season, I just wanted that to kind of resonate over in your heart and in your spirit and in your thinking that God's blessing is on you. God's blessing is on your life. By mere fact that you've accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord that has brought you into favor with God. And so the blessing of God is now upon your life. He blesses the righteous and you are made righteous by your faith in Christ Jesus. And he blesses the righteous and you are righteous. God's blessings are upon his people. And so it's a wonderful position to be in this position of being blessed. Say it with me. I am blessed. God's blessing is on me. I'm living in his blessing. I'm enjoying God's blessing. And God blesses us so that we can enjoy the blessing and then so that we can be a blessing to others. And that's the reason he blesses us so that we can enjoy the blessing and then we can be a blessing to others. Actually, yesterday I was at one of my favorite places. I was getting a smoothie at a little smoothie shop. And when the lady fixed my smoothie, she asked me and she had never done this before, but she says, I have quite a bit left over. She said, would you like me to put that in an extra cup for you? I said, sure. (laughs) I said, you think I'm going to turn down extra smoothie? (laughs) And so I had a big 24 ounce and then she had a second cup, probably eight, 10 ounces that she gave me free of charge. And so it was the overflow of my cup. It was the overflow of my cup. So I went home. And my daughter, Amherst, was there. So I took, I said, Amherst, I got something for you. I got a special gift for you. (laughs) And I said, you received this because my cup ran over. (laughs) I said, so you received the overflow of the blessing that's on your dad. I said, you're getting the overflow. And I said, that's why God fills our cup to overflowing so that we'll have some to serve others with. So God will never give you enough just for yourself. He'll always give you more than you need so that you can be a blessing to others, so that you can share with others, so that you can pour into others. And that's why you're blessed in the earth. You're blessing in the earth because you always have something to share. You always have something to offer. You're a blessing. And so we're blessed 
to bless. We're given to give. We're taught to teach. And so God always fills us to overflowing so that we can be a blessing to others. See, when you have a well, we draw from the wells of salvation. Well, that well is for you. But then out of our belly flows rivers. That's for others. And so the well is for you to drink from. But the rivers of living water that flow out of our bellies, that's for us to share. So he gives us more than enough so we can share. So God always blesses us with more than enough. Think about the tithing scripture that we all know in Malachi. And where God says, you bring the tithes into my storehouse and I'll, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. So notice that it's more than you can hold. It's too much just for you because he gives us more so that we can share it. He gives us more so it goes down generationally. Goes down to your children and to your grandchildren. This blessing is more than you can receive. You receive something, man, that impacts generations. It becomes legacy and, and everywhere you go. And so it's powerful. The blessing is powerful. The blessing is powerful. Somebody say the blessing is powerful. The blessing is powerful. The blessing is powerful. The blessing is powerful. Notice in Malachi, it didn't say that I pour you out blessings, plural. It says I pour out a blessing, singular. It's the blessing. When that blessing comes on your life, it will manifest itself by many blessings. But the original blessing is the blessing of God. So when the blessing of God is on your life, man, it begins to bless everything. Begins to bless everything. That was a time in Scripture in the Old Testament uh, Obed Eden, where the Ark of the Covenant had ended up. They were trying to get it back to Jerusalem, but they somehow stopped off and, and dropped it off at Obed Eden's house. And while it was at his house, man, everything in Obed Eden's house became blessed. He became blessed. His wife became blessed. His children became blessed. His cattle became blessed. House, everything just, he's just started prospering and flourishing. And they noticed it. They said, go get that ark and bring it on to Jerusalem. <laughs> this man has taken all the blessing. <laughs> and so it's just a picture of when Christ comes into our lives, man. How we are so richly blessed. How we are so richly blessed. So the blessing belongs to us. It's God's heart is God's desire and he enjoys, he delights blessing his people. God takes great pleasure in blessing you. God takes great pleasure in blessing me. He enjoys blessing his children. Let's read a scripture and, you know, in this series, we'll go through quite a few blessing scriptures, but I just wanted to start with this one. Third John, third John two, third John two is always a good one to start from. This is the third book of John, first, second, third John. And it's only one chapter in third John. So it's third John verse two. There's no chapter. It's only one chapter. So it's third John two. Third John two says, beloved. I like that. Now, this is actually the apostle John. And John is up in age now. So he calls himself the elder. He was the last apostle left, and so he's an aged man now, and so he's writing to some of the younger leaders. And so in particular, he writes to this one called Gaius, leader called Gaius here. And he calls him beloved, but I don't just hear the word 
of John, I hear the heart of the Father talking to us, and he calls us beloved. He calls us beloved. We are his beloved. We are his beloved. We are his beloved. Beloved means that I have you in my heart. You're dear to me. I love you dearly. You're deeply loved. And so he calls him beloved, but I hear it as the Father calling us beloved. He loves us so much, beloved. And here's, the, here's what he says. He says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosperous. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. This is God's desire for us. This is God's desire for us that you will prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. This is not merely a general greeting. This is not a general greeting. This is different than all the beginnings of all the other epistles and all the other books. Many of them will begin with general greetings. This is not a general greeting. This is a sincere, heartfelt prayer. It's the desire of the Father. And he lets us know it's the heart of the Father for us. And notice this. He says, Beloved, I wish above all things. Now, the word wish there is actually translated as prayer. So this is really a prayer. And it's really rendered, I pray that in all things. Beloved, instead of beloved, I wish above all things. I pray that in all things you would prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. Pray that you would prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. When I thought about that prayer, I said to myself, I said, you know what? That's very similar. It's very similar to the prayer that I pray for our church family here. It's the same prayer I pray for our television audience, our internet audience, our social media audience, our podcast audience, our email subscriber audience, all of the ministries there you see on that banner from Coach Bronner to Prayer Drive. And so all of these different ministries, I pray all the time. And I pray something's very similar to the prayer here in 3 John 2. I normally pray for your protection. I pray for your protection. I pray for your health. I pray for your marriage. I pray for your family. I pray for your kids. I pray for your finances. I pray for your job. I pray for your businesses. I pray for your income. Pray for your protection. And so I pray for your relationship with God. I pray that you will grow in your relationship with God. I pray for your purpose and your destiny and your ministries, your calling and your gifts. So I'm always praying for all these different things. I even pray for those who have had serious health challenges and those who may still be experiencing health challenges. I pray for them. So I have a list of people, maybe about 15, 20 people. I call them out by name. I know them by heart and I call them out by name. And whenever I find out about somebody dealing with a serious health challenge, I'll add them to that list, but I call them out. And so when I thought about it, I said, man, John's prayer is very similar to the prayer I pray. This is exactly what he was praying. He's praying that you will prosper in every area of life and be healthy. He was praying for people's health. He's praying that they will prosper in their family and their job and all of these things. And 
as they prosper in their relationship with God. And so I realized this is the model for praying for other people. I had never thought of it in that sense. I had never thought of that in that sense, but the Holy Spirit was showing me that. He said, this prayer here in 3 John 2, this is the model prayer for praying for other people. It's a great intercession prayer to pray for other people because you're praying for them to prosper in every sphere, part of life. Praying for everything. Everything is encompassed in this prayer because you're praying that they would prosper in all areas of life, that they would be well, they would be whole and strong, feel great, even as they prosper in their relationship with God. And so it covers everything. I said, wow, what a wonderful model for praying for other people found right here in Third John 2. And it's the blessing. It shows the heart of God, how he wants our lives to be blessed in every area. I love that. I pray that in all things you will prosper. That covers everything. And be in health. He wants you well, even as your soul prospers, even as you prosper, not only in your relationship with God, but also prospering emotionally, mentally, socially. All of these things are part of your soul. Man, so all of these things are so powerful. But that's a model prayer. It lets us know that the power of God is available to all of life. The power of God is available to all of life. I thought about a scripture over in, I think it's Second Peter, maybe 1, 4, something like that. But it says that God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. So God wants us blessed in every area of life. He's given us everything that pertains to life so that we can have a blessed life in all areas of life and godliness. That's as your soul prospers. So I begin to see that same trail there. So the power of God is available to us in all of life, in all of life. There's also something similar to this over in the book of Psalms, chapter 5, verses 11 and 12. We're told to rejoice and have joy for five reasons. Number one, because he is trustworthy. Number two, because he defends us. Speaking of God, he's trustworthy. He defends us. Number three, we have the benefit of his name. Number four, which is what we're talking about today, he blesses us. Number five, he surrounds us with favor as a shield. Also, five things we're given to have joy and to rejoice for in our lives because God's trustworthy, because he defends us, because we have the benefit of his name, because he blesses us and because he surrounds us with favor as a shield. Take a look at that now. He surrounds us with favor as a shield. So this shield goes all around us. And I begin to think about that. I said, man, that shield protects us. It protects our person because it surrounds us. And in the old days in the army, they had a shield. They were grouped together so the shield would be completely around. I don't know if you all saw the movie 300, but the reason they lasted so long because they made a shield. All the men got together and put the shields up and it was going all around. It was one complete shield. And so this is the way God protects us. He surrounds us with favor as a shield. So literally, as you're walking around, I want you to always picture yourself that you have a shield going around you, all around your person, no matter where you go, 
you have the shield of God's favor protecting you. So the shield of God's favor protects you no matter where you go. He surrounds you with favor as a shield. So that shield surrounds you. Not only does it protect your person, it surrounds your person, it surrounds your life. So that shield, that favor that surrounds you, surrounds your life. The favor goes into your marriage. The favor goes into your family. The favor goes into your children. The favor goes into your job or the favor goes into your gifts. The favor goes into your health. It goes into every area that surrounds your life. You're in the middle, but all of these are part of your life. That favor goes into every area, surrounds your life as a shield. So it also surrounds you personally, but it also surrounds your life as a shield. Man, isn't that good? Oh, that's good. Oh, man. And so this is the blessing. This is the blessing. We're told to rejoice because that favor surrounds us. And you see, number four, he blesses us. So he's trustworthy. He defends us. We have the benefit of his name. He blesses us and his favor surrounds us as a shield. God's favor. I mean, it's the grace of God. It's what it is. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. Grace is undeserved favor. It's unmerited favor. It's unearned favor. It's the favor of God. It's the blessing of God. And so as children of God, I just want you to realize the blessing of God is on your life. The blessing of God is on your life. The blessing of God is on your life and it's because of Christ Jesus, because you have stepped into righteousness by your faith in Christ Jesus. And now, man, the blessing and the favor of God is on your life. Isn't that exciting, man? I'm just so excited. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is exciting, man. This is excited. I'm not going to go too much longer. I just wanted to get started. Just wanted to get started today. Back in Third John 2, I just want to share the, this little final part. He says that, Beloved, I pray that you would prosper. And this is an amplified by my Beloved, I pray that you would prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prosperous. One translation says that, I pray your body would be strong and healthy like your spirit is. He knew his spirit was strong and healthy because Gaius, had unusual love. Gaius had unusual hospitality, generosity. He was sharing. He was helping people, even strangers. Gaius was blessing everybody. So it was obvious. It was evident that he had a strong spirit. And that's why John made the comment, just as strong as your spirit is, I pray your body would be just as strong and healthy. Man, that's powerful because now we begin to see that God wants your body strong and healthy. God wants your body strong and healthy. And so even as your spirit is strong, God wants your body strong and healthy. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Man, I got that. So here's some things I just got out of First John 2 is put God first. Just want to give you these little tips for the new season. Put God first because notice Pray that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So the soul was prospering first. So our relationship with God, we put God first, honor him first, make him the center of your heart. Put God first. I think for the new season, it's a very simple instruction. Put God first, make him the center of your heart. Give him the first part of your day, first day of the week, 
giving the first consideration in every decision, giving the first part of your income, et cetera, et cetera. Giving the first moments, first moments when you wake up, first moments when you get in the shower, first moments when you get in the car, first moments when you get to work. Put God first, put God first. And so we learned that in Third John 2. Number two, walk in love in your relationships. Walk in love in your relationship. This is what Gaius was commended for. Gaius had unusual love. This is what John was communicating to him, that your love is so evident. You have a strong spirit because of the way you love. And that tells us, put God first. It tells us to walk in love in our relationships. Number three, help others and serve others. Help and serve others. Gaius was commended not only for being a blessing to Christians, he blessed strangers, people he didn't even know. He was a blessing. He served. And so let us know to serve others, be a blessing to others. I was in the grocery store maybe two weeks ago, and this lady in front of me, she had finished ringing up her groceries, and she was trying to pay for it. And she put a card in, and it didn't work. She put a second card in, and it didn't work. She put a third card in, and it didn't work. She put a fourth card in, and it didn't work. She put a fifth card in, and it didn't work. And the cashier said, I'm sorry, but none of these are working. And the woman was just flabbergasted. She had about $50 of groceries, and I was right behind her. And I was so happy. I was so happy to pay for her groceries. <laughs> I was so happy to pay for her groceries because I'm always asking God, make me a blessing. Make me a blessing. Let me be a blessing to a stranger. Let me be a blessing to a stranger. And I paid for her groceries and she was so happy. The cashier was happy. Everybody was happy because we're blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. So we learned that from Gaius. Help others. Serve someone. Ask God to make you a blessing. Make you a blessing. Remember, the blessing is on us so that we can be a blessing to others. Number four, keep your body fit. Keep your body fit. Because he says, I pray your body will be strong and healthy, just like your spirit is. Number four, keep your body fit. These are just some tips for the new season. Keep your body fit. And number five, learn and grow. Learn and grow. Because your mind is a part of your soul. Your mind is a part of your soul. Learn and grow. Praise God. We'll stop there, but those are just some little tidbits. I learned, I had never thought about all those elements, but they're right there in Third John Two in the blessing, in the blessing. Praise God. Those of you who are watching by television or some other means, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com and you can listen to this message, this entire series on the blessing, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. Amen, amen, amen. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part one of the series titled The Blessing by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7967. That's 7967. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7967 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the word. Brothers of the Word.